I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Calling in is generous because it shows you're not giving up on someone, but it can also be an act of self-care. You're saving yourself emotional energy that comes with giving in to anger. I could have easily gotten angry with that woman at the party, and I've had every right to do so. She she had been disrespectful at best and racist at worst, but I knew that calling her out, drawing attention to her racism would have done both of us more harm than good. I would have spent the rest of the conference feeling upset and guilty, and no one wants to network with someone who's distracted and angry. Plus, make it, make it a scene would have made me look really bad so let's say you want to call in your childhood best friend or cousin how do you start let's go back to the tech caitlin jenner rant but now instead of eric peterson the random guy who convinced you to spring for the full blackout shades in your bedroom the transphobic garbage is coming from your partner your favorite uncle or a close friend suddenly cutting ties isn't a viable option an effective calling is honest informative cautionary and direct h-i-c-d hicked sorry there isn't a better acronym believe me i tried you can remember this because there will most likely be hiccups throughout the difficult chat hey welcome to the black out test podcast your host rod and karen sorry i'm sipping on coco it's okay it's okay i know how it is it's been a long day um but yeah we are live on a tuesday ready to do some podcasting of course that excerpts from francesca ramsey's book well that escalated quickly uh talks about you know how to do a call in versus a call out and why calling in is more effective in certain situations than the calling out mm-hmm. and what it means i do think calling people out does effectively mean you're done with the person and um and it and also it is a lot of emotional energy that goes into a call out um and there's a lot of performativeness to it so because it's for an audience uh so i do think that uh i don't know why but looking at some of the shit that happened like this week i was just like that's a apt lesson a lot of these could have been phone calls and direct messages and shit but people don't do that no more you know what i don't know if it's a generational thing or what and so i know for me uh this is why i know i can't fuck with everybody and and it's a generational thing because you know it's people we hang with and we kick it with and i just want the conversation to stay between us if we do things and have a good time i want those things to stay between us you know there are some things you don't mind sharing don't get me wrong but there are some things where you draw a line like you see shit on social people see shit on social media all the time they go somewhere that girl get fucked up they record it ha 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 that's not funny that's not funny and y'all not fucking friends somebody gets high or something like that you recording and you laughing at it y'all not friends you know maybe because i'm fucking old but you know i'm like hey dog everything ain't meant for the fucking internet yeah i think uh when it comes to calling out versus calling in i don't know that it's generational i think social media kind of changed people i think there's people our age that do this you know like i just it's something that i think the platform of twitter facebook instagram whatever it gives you a power that you didn't have before so things that used to be calling by nature because they had to be because the audience was limited Correct. so if you had a problem with your cousin you just talk to him just talk to now him. if you have a problem with your cousin and you know you have their facebook hey tag my cousin what the fuck blah 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 we see it all the time so i think we kind of lost that because i mean these are the ways i think social media and stuff has changed our brains changed society and we won't talk about it 
uh for years until they really study it but well we won't have the numbers for it. we'll talk about it but we don't have the numbers for it but i think that's what changed I, I, agreed and also i think to the it's not an art but i believe it's the art <laughs> the art of face-to-face conversations the art of because i'm and i and like you say i think the internet changed this i'm of I want to hear your voice. I want to see your face. I want to see how you respond to me. Words mean things. Mm-hmm. And when people read things, they can interpret it any fucking way they want to interpret it and take it any way they want to take it. Versus if I see you and you say the things, there might be things and context clues that I can pick up on. I want to see, you know, if you're crying. I want to see your eyes. Like, like, like I am the old school of, Hey, let's talk this out. Hey, we can fix this. Hey, you know, I'm not a, a fuck you, let's throw you away because we don't agree and, 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 and we don't get along or you just, I'm not of that generation. Well, and also, I would never understand that. There's also just, there's people you can reach and people you don't. I think it's situational. Correct. Like certain, certain people you do write off. You know, if I'm on Twitter and somebody calls me a nigger, I'm not going to be like, okay, let me call you in. You know, let's have a face-to-face conversation. You know, it's situational. Some people, you know, like she brought up in the thing, like there's some people that you go, okay, I don't really know this stranger. Get the fuck away from me. And then there's, you know, people that you care about, you have investment in, and you it would better them and better because you care about them and better your relationship if they understood, you know. And I think one of the things now though is that with social media we each are all our own public figures uh, yes and people kind of treat each other like celebrities right when mm-hmm. you have a problem with kanye west you don't think you can reach kanye west mm-hmm. so you just tag him on twitter and talk about he's a coon right mm-hmm. but we also do that with just random guy on the internet random person that you know uh, a friend or somebody or just a person in your facebook group is like it's kind of changed now how people interact and uh we know for a fact that people don't really learn um as often and as well from ridicule from the ridicule and admonishment shunning and harassment that a lot of the internet is for but most people only care about that when they're either on the receiving end of it or someone they like is on the receiving end of it right any other time it's okay so you know i just i appreciated uh her talking about that so much because it's just something i see every day now right and 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 because i think that you know that like you say and, and i never really thought about this our generation is of the the generation where we've been online shorter period of time we've been offline more than we've been online but you have a whole generation where this shit is normal to them being online being so like this is normal to them well you keep making it generational and i don't necessarily agree it's generational i think at this point we are functions of what the tools we use correct so it's like if you give an old person a gun or a young person a gun chances are somebody getting shot you know because we all got guns now and i think that's what a lot of this is i don't i don't even think it's just like well if you you know these millennials or whatever like i think like it's motherfuckers that's 45 years old 90 years old whatever the fuck if they are using these tools there's a chance that they're you know using them in the way that they see them use because we're all creatures of social interaction so if i go on twitter and every day i see somebody in a fight or every time i see people disagree they go at each other's necks when it's my turn i'm more likely to do the same thing that i see everybody else doing so i don't know that it's uh 
necessarily yeah. age oh okay and now now that part i agree with and also i think a lot of it is personality <laughs> like my the way my personality functions um i began to pick up habits of being online all the time like and i slowly did and i remember it was something when, when i used to live tweet the walking dead and i think i misspelled something and or something like that and somebody came at me being snarky mm-hmm. And I kind of, you know, kind of, you know how you over tweet over them, and mm-hmm. was like, well, fixed, you know, yeah, block, quote tweeted it, right, and 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 you know, thought you know, thought I was, you know, being funny, and everybody's different, but when I did that, I got a high like I never got before from that tweet, mm-hmm. and I said, ooh, no, got stop, like like everybody's different, but but when I got that, when I got that, ooh, I was like, no, 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 no this is wrong everybody's there but i'm telling you how i respond oh no 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 i don't like this feeling and this can take me down a dark path and i stopped that you know um and i I mean stop when i mean stop that not interacting with people and things like that but you know i realized that that this was was satisfying a side of me that i knew if i fed enough (laughs) it would overtake my rational mind Well, you like stop live tweeting and shit too though so you kind of you know you kind of let it take away something you enjoy too mm-hmm. um yeah. so it's like it's that weird line of like do i fight for the things i enjoy or do i have to you know deal with this annoyance you know you chose the latter not that i mean you chose the former and not just said i'm gonna stop enjoying this thing online you know um so it's just it's just choices that people make but i don't like i said i don't think it's generational i think it's situational i think it's personal yeah yeah it is personal too because also everybody has different experiences online and i think we know way too many grown people in our peer group that act that act, act a fool. A fool. yeah yeah so no, that's can't, true like, yeah that's true to, to yeah. Act, like we don't yeah. kick it with 19 year olds and little kids and shit and i think we do a disservice to the kids now because that generational instinct of shitting on the generation behind you there's a lot of like oh these these kids can't even talk these kids don't know how to do face-to-face stuff yo the kids are kids i see them they still yep. go out they still do stuff they still have friends yeah they do they still you know like network and hook up and yes a lot of interaction takes place online but that's for everybody at this point correct you know a lot of place interaction takes place in your phone that's for everyone at this point go to yes. a restaurant sometime look around at the different tables not too hard but everybody pulling the phone out every couple of minutes like that's yeah. not kids that's everybody you know i think one of the things with adults though is that a lot of adults think kids spend their face in the phone because the adults give them the fucking thing to distract them so your kid is you know you when you're around a kid yeah they might be in a tablet because to you it's a thing to distract them that you don't have to worry about right, anymore keep them quiet yeah back in the day they used to be playing with your toys oh, or playing a game put it on tv yeah like that shit hasn't changed but I, I just feel like um i just feel like um for everybody we're getting closer and closer to and and well it'll come up in the show a few times today but we're getting real close to like everything's a call out nothing's a call in and a lot of these motherfuckers have each other's numbers yeah and and, and i and i think put like this if you don't have my number that's one thing but if you can reach me i would prefer for you to reach and speak to me 
um because you have my phone number <coughs> for a reason like i felt comfortable enough to give you this number mm-hmm. and i don't give my number to just any and everybody yeah. you know some people do but and, i i don't and you know there's also this thing too where people are like well if someone fucks up you shouldn't have to reach out to them personally blah 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 look man i think people have gone too far with the lack of like we i don't offer anyone grace i don't tone police quote unquote i don't like there is an expectation in an actual relationship mm-hmm. to give somebody a benefit of doubt if it's if a relationship you, yeah if not then you just to me i'm like you can do whatever you want to do mm-hmm. but you are letting me know where i stand so if you you know if, if you call me on the phone i'm like well let's talk about this and you're like fuck you i ain't talking to you all right well cool i i'm not gonna force myself on you but now i know where we stand thank you for the clarification and go about your life like that's the kind of thing that i think about all the time now but um yeah I, but like i said i appreciate that book um because of that a reading rainbow a reading rainbow um all right let's get into the news um a lot of stuff has happened oh before we get into the news okay i need to issue two corrections to oh. yesterday's show okay the first one is that apparently ashley ashley graham is white not latina okay i thought she was latina because she was on the cover of latino magazine in 2006 mm. but uh somebody uh hit me up and said that she's she's a regular ass white woman so everything else I said still stands the second correction <laughs> is uh somebody said that that ladies like us podcast is not nessa who hosted uh cabinet's girlfriend it's two other non-black poc women whose names start with n so mm. that's that's a huge correction okay and don't want to get anybody uh uh in trouble over that so that's my bad all on me uh my fault y'all um and uh yeah and now i know why people wasn't on twitter trying to make a big deal out of that uh podcast because i was like if that would have been if, the number one trending yeah, thing i'm like niggas don't really have a lot of mercy if they can get you in an agenda it's it's happening so i was like damn ain't nobody talk about it well now i know why it wasn't her um um a walking wild black update uh nobody waved at me again today um although i do get uh-huh. i do i i do make sure to smile and nod though because i mm-hmm. do think about the idea of i want my neighbors to be familiar with my face because correct they might fuck around and um call the cops saying i look suspicious you know i'm not a member of uh what is it next door or something like whatever the 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 yeah. neighborhood websites are that tell people about you know all your, the brown people around yeah of. so i'm like i don't want to be having somebody think i'm out here casing in the joint when i'm just trying to lose some weight and get some exercise and all that type of shit um so uh but i did go walking today and i think one dude matter spoke to me and one white woman was walking her dog it was so crazy like i seen that she seen me from like way around the corner mm-hmm. but then when we got like on the opposite sides of the of the little street area or whatever mm-hmm. like probably 10 feet away from each other she just suddenly needed to look all the way to the right for about 10 seconds straight just i don't know something must have been happening over there that was real important <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh okay we in the same gated community i'm not gonna bother your ass yeah and what was funny is when i first saw her she had her dog and then she took her dog like kind of to an area where she had her back to me mm-hmm. to which i was like okay well maybe the dog had to poop or something and then the second time i was just like oh, okay this is on purpose so mm-hmm. i don't know no because i don't know 
are people scared of people like 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 and i don't mean that in a bad way or anything like that well i think they are scared of big black men and i happen to be one so i i chalk a lot of it up to that i just that, think that, they, i mean that that's, that's true too and also i think that nowadays people are just scared of people too in addition to that yeah maybe i don't know i i, I have to pay attention to see if they speak to each other but i don't know um of course uh this is the blackout tips official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport what about bullet ball extreme all right now we can get it to to the show show and see what everybody's talking about um what should we start well, i guess kaepernick day two is uh where we day start two. um i mean because more news we get more details and shit you know yesterday okay. we talked about stuff and i had a lot of like i heard this i think that i oh, don't know so more more concrete stuff okay. yeah and as the only person on fucking social media reading these whole articles <laughs> the whole ass article because if i see one more motherfucker send me something because the headline look right and then i'll be like yeah remember when he said this and they like huh I'm like you didn't read this shit why are you sending this out everybody you know what it is people just they send out headlines they agree with right that's it i've been guilty of that yes that's it nobody like the fucking article be from 2001 they don't give a fuck they just i agree with this headline but like, you know they died five years ago what <clears throat> so um apparently there was um one of the big big things that kind of became clear according to sports illustrated is that there were two waivers not two waivers provided by the nfl it seems according to michael mccann at sports illustrated that kaepernick's team had their own waiver and it was about physical injury only the nfl had their waiver as well and it had additional language in there that was about you can't sue us based off of um this you know out, based off of this workout and this is not a promise to employ you blah 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 what i have not seen yet and i'm still waiting to see and that's why i'm i'm still withholding a little bit of judgment uh people are saying that that language in the nfl waiver was not special for kaepernick it is in everybody's waiver um and the nfl would would not at the last minute agree to change to sign a waiver that his team came up with and then they don't sign the nfl waiver right correct um so i need to see or someone needs to do the research i don't it's been uh two three days now how the fuck has nobody isn't it monday i said tuesday to start the show it's monday right i think it's monday yeah. yes um how come nobody's got just like what a regular waiver is every athlete that does a workout <laughs> has to sign it one. so doesn't yeah, somebody secret. just have the that's normal waiver secret don't nobody got a copy of it apparently yeah like can't we can't isn't this a question we can actually get a definitive answer is if they were trying to set him up with a special type of waiver that nobody gets so i I think that's a big one um and i think that people should look into that and come back because uh to me that's a huge thing if he's if david if his team rejected a regular ass waiver but and said well it got extra language in it well not really y'all wanted them to to sign a waiver y'all set up cool um the other thing uh was apparently it was not an impromptu switch of 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 location the way that um it was advertised it was a calculated switch and it's looking more and more like kaepernick and his team never planned to do the nfl workout in the first place um because the location that they switched to they already had and william c Roden wrote this article so before anybody 
thinks i'm being biased to, against kaepernick or some sh- stupid shit like that because i know how the niggas think now you throw blackness in front of them they fucking lose their minds um william c Roden is not no motherfucking coon or any of this shit okay he wrote uh fourth and fourth and a mile if you guys ever want to read about the history of black quarterbacks and racism um well he wrote a piece for the undefeated um and it was called kaepernick called an audible and beat the nfl at this game and this is a great piece and this kind of puts what i was feeling into like into like full context Mm -hmm. um the nfl tried to play kaepernick kaepernick played them back and the only people that really got quote-unquote hurt in this situation are the people that actually did want to see him play quarterback in the nfl right now i'm not saying that you're a bad person if Mm -hmm. if uh you know you're a bad person if you are rooting for him to not play or you're rooting for him to to you know uh to to do this this the stunt on his own or whatever i'm not saying that but i'm saying if you were legitimately hopeful this weekend that some sort of workout would go on within that the nfl would have approved of and he would get an nfl job it's probably not gonna happen um but yeah i'll 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 read this uh piece uh i thought it was good uh colin kaepernick provided uh proved beyond any doubt on saturday that he belongs in the nfl during an hour-long workout on a high school football field in riverdale georgia kaepernick did all the things nfl personnel would expect to see from an elite uh caliber quarterback he threw out right routes on the rope pinpointed slants connected on the medium and long on medium and long routes one scout on site said he believed that kaepernick still had an elite arm this is not why kaepernick proved he belongs in the league on saturday he showed the maturity and tactical acumen of an elite nfl field general kaepernick outmaneuvered the nfl no matter what the league had in mind it failed last week the nfl accused by critics since 2016 of blackballing kaepernick put together a hastily convened workout at the atlanta falcons training facility in flowery branch georgia while the workout had the trappings of legitimacy with low-level scouts in attendance it had the smell of a sham the workout came out of the commissioner's office no team had offered kaepernick a trial in three years why now that this this is this is all the stuff that i was thinking like they every team could have invited him in in the last three years the while i do think with genuine sincerity roger goodell and jay-z do want this dude to be playing <clears throat> for different reasons but mostly both of them can agree they both took a black eye over this dude not playing in a in a lot of public ways and any look any appearance of making amends for them would come off personally as a as a positive even if they still lost a lot of goodwill there's people that still gonna be like fuck both of y'all blah blah blah. to them it's like well now it's kind of worth it that being said if the fucking front office has to be like hey guys we want y'all to like take a look at this guy you're you're also saying the teams won't do it on their own right and if you feel like you have to provide cover for them like it's some type of job exhibition then you're also saying that the teams are too scared to just fucking get a better quarterback than the ones they have on the roster. They bringing them back with broke hips, broke leg. Like they bringing back people that ain't got no and paying them a lot of fucking money too. Just right. suck. And so, um, a lot of the machinations of the league, I think Colin Nick and his camp, uh, Colin Kaepernick and his camp, 
probably found insulting right you call me on the tuesday can you work out on saturday you got two hours to do it um no media you know some of the details have been (sighs) i can't tell which details are true about the negotiations because um certain people are reporting stuff and they got sources with the nfl other people are reporting the exact opposite so i don't know which one's true um hold on one second Woo! all right um so uh what was i um last week the nfl accused by critics since oh yeah i said that part um no media would be allowed to watch the workout and kaepernick's team would not be allowed to videotape it the nfl would be the judge jury and if it came to that the executioner the league would videotape the workout distribute it to all 32 teams and make a determination on kaepernick's nfl readiness or worthiness invariably word would leak out about the myriad of deficiencies and rust that kaepernick workout the kaepernick's workout revealed the nfl as it often does would determine the narrative right and so i was thinking about this overnight you can't really blame Kaepernick for not trusting the place that blackballed him for three years and play and paid him in a collude in a lawsuit because they knew that they would possibly either lose or have dirt exposed in depositions. Agreed. You can't really blame him in a workplace grievance for being like, I don't I don't trust these people to be on the up and up about my ability to play. Now I know that <clears throat> It t- a, a good well intentions aside up and up aside play the game blah 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 i get it but is it really beyond your imagination that the nfl could be like uh you know what did he miss some throws uh he's not special you know and then you don't have any proof to back it up or even worse if he gets played and then all the people online that support him start talking about well, he should have never took his ass up there and did that workout. You know, he played himself. Because, you know, everybody's one fucking thing from everybody turning on your ass. So it goes from, we support you to, man, you stupid. You fell for that bullshit, man. He don't want no damn, you know, that I can see that. Um, And if you're his lawyer and if you're Kaepernick's team, you do have to consider the worst case scenario. Agreed. You'd like to go in with positive faith and all that stuff, but... I think from the time he was offered this, he was like, nah, I got to look at the worst case. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> on Saturday, at the last moment, Ka- uh, Kaepernick called an audible. He canceled the workout at Flowery Branch and switched it to Charles Drew Ch- High School an hour's drive away. I was in the car outside the Falcons training facility when the word spread that plans had changed. Yeah, like I think <clears throat> someone told me, <clears throat> sorry, he announced the change to the media at 2.30. I don't know if that's true or not but i know the workout was supposed to take place at something like four mm, okay. so that's not even if you knew you had an hour to change venues that's, still not, that's not a lot of time, time. Mm-hmm. you literally have to be like all right let's go right now yeah so people start being like well if teams want to see him they'll make the drive they'll show up but with the change of time and venue it did mess up some people's schedules there were people that were like i gotta catch a plane uh shit eric reed who came down there to support him <clears throat> ended up being having to leave to go get ready to play for the panthers right um so it did change some things it seems uh because not everybody was in on this um let's see uh 
oh yeah this was not some hastily drawn up plan understand on uh, on the playground this true well-organized move took everybody by surprise and audible they caught the nfl napping the workout was executed with efficiency and coordination by the time the media had shifted from the falcons training camp to the high school kaepernick security team was already in place there was security at the entrance to the high school checking off names security at the entrance to the field lined up by the media checking bags then sending media personnel through to be sure that everybody <clears throat> that's supposed to be in here is in here not just that but think that means he had a plan from 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 for a while that's not a last minute thing your security team shows up and vets everybody in time for you everyone to see you go do your workout that you just recently switched to four prepared yeah you y'all knew what y'all executed this shit um that's why when i hear uh well i was listening to Stephen a smith today because i had to see i had i knew Ah! oh y'all it was so good good. i don't know if y'all i know y'all i know he's a coon y'all oh that man was so mad today Mm, it was so good i even watched a little bit of first tape yeah michael eric dyson on there (laughs) yes the wordologist oh it was so good y'all and max kellerman was all the big words was being used wouldn't it it was Stephen a and michael eric dyson against max kellerman max kellerman i know he couldn't he couldn't he couldn't hang with that look max Mm, kellerman was fighting the good fight (laughs) not with all the all the uh the uh vocabulationness yes vocabulary and, and a loudness mm, he couldn't <clears> handle that i just find this extra i just find this especially a, uh <laughs> preposterous on a day like today i find it to be absolutely ridiculous it's the height of ludicrousness and then uh michael eric dyson was like as the late great tupac secure yeah, said the poet laureate and scholar if it ain't no fun if my homies can't have none oh wait that was actually snoop dogg uh calvin brought us uh but nah it was that man all confused he didn't know how to respond probably bass kellerman was fighting a good fight though (laughs) yeah max come on down (laughs) hey you can go over there are you about ali ali frazier all day i know you love boxing Look, Max punched his ticket today. <laughs> that motherfucker did work. Dude, you could two step right on over there. Woo, he put in some work today. He put in a long shift on first take. He, he had to let them motherfuckers get off their uh respectability bars and then he'll come back and be like, mm matter, don't matter what shirt he had on, none of it. <laughs> don't matter. And he can he white too, so he gotta keep it like not racist. Right with his like bars like he gotta be like he can't look like he's running down on two black men about race so he oh he was walking that line so good boy he was good today anyway y'all missed a great show um <laughs> uh and i normally only watch that show but i i had to see what Stephen a was gonna do today and you know he just got that eight million dollar new contract and he do 12 shows a day now i mean he on everything like i woke up he was uh <clears throat> he was on like a guest on somebody else show on the on the phone they're gonna, they gonna get all eight million dollars out of him then he did first take and then he did his radio show i said god damn Woo! and he really went in he was mad as hell on his radio show because radio show just him right so he you ain't got nobody to bounce off of i i heard i didn't watch obviously the interview he did on the breakfast club but i heard on the breakfast club he got asked about being called a coon and he said it don't bother him well let me tell y'all something right now 
it bothers him has <laughs> it ruined anybody else it bothers him this man boy some of them some of them arguments ain't make no sense because he was so 730 high at eric reed for calling him out his name boy he i said the lies the lies <laughs> he was mad for real y'all like i'm still talking about that and I, I haven't seen it yet i heard he went on twitter and made a new video after he got off the air <laughs> oh he was he was big time mad that man is mad as hell and, and i mean because it was a gangbang on twitter like ava DuVernay even put a tweet out about him and you know ava normally stay out of it with these 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 black folks that's just uh you know doing their jobs and shit ava put out a tweet that had him and on uh, that sheriff clark took a selfie together oh no and she was like Mm-mm, this man uh, locked up so many black people he uh he said he called black lives matter a terrorist organization um four black people died in his custody in the uh in the in in jail Mm-mm. you're not about to be Do taking this smoke bro <laughs> she wanted to know do you want that smoke and the answer is no nobody wants to smoke bro um but yeah Do you want the smoke bro it was so good it was it was uh. anyway <laughs> sorry that's a complete tangent <laughs> but it, trust me y'all it was it was so worth it the arguments he made against eric reed was one of them was like and you play for the organization that you claim is the white supremacist blah blah, blah. i'm like yeah i feel you but it's also a workplace dispute it's a labor dispute if you felt espn did something unfair to you and was doing something unfair to a colleague of yours and you spoke up and y'all went to trial and you uh settled and you're still able to do the job and you got to do the job again and let's say in this case it's jamel hill that they just decide we're not hiring her or we're gonna keep box freezing her out of the industry and you spoke up for your homegirl i mean you're not wrong for that yes you have a job but you're not saying you know uh that 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 no one should work for this organization you're saying like this organization is not um on the up and up they're not treating somebody fairly and i have i have a i feel an obligation to say that that being said obviously eric reed takes it further than that with some of the the insults and uh some of the things he even some of the shit he says about the nfl is like i get why people would be confused because he'll take it to the these niggas is young and woke and they play football and they hit people for a living it's it's a lot going on they're not necessarily the most fucking like uh i don't know what the right word is but you guys know what i mean like it's not they haven't thought all the angles out yet none of us did at that age they're still pretty young dudes and while they might be righteous they're not gonna always get it right and you know a lot of the stuff that they say is stuff that it's almost like either they kind of just arrived at these conclusions or they just feel this feeling and they haven't they don't really seem to articulate it as well or they don't really seem to 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 speak on the issues from a place of like scholarship and stuff but that's okay because you know where their heart is you know anyway uh but he was so mad at eric reed man it's like the whole show he just keep coming back to like you not calling me no coon and it's just like oh oh anyway um back to this um even the site selected for the workout was symbolic charles drew high school was named in honor of the the brilliant black surgeon who pioneered methods of storing blood plasma an innovation that saved thousands of lives during world war ii in retrospect it's likely that kaepernick never intended to work out at the falcons facility 
agree we we show up in your whole squad there yeah y'all don't like they was there while we was up while we was on our way here they was on their way there preparing keep in mind they weren't just there like people had like the kaepernick shirts on like it was a protest rally essentially it was like can uh can we get an id like they tried to <clears throat> they tried to in his mind play him um and he basically him and his team basically played them back um and that seemed to be the plan from from jump mm-hmm. um which i like i said i can't really be mad at it man i know you know i know like i i'm not saying just believe everything coming out of his camp because i really do think some of the stuff was embellished the the waiver was special i need to know that for sure you know um they didn't mention that they had their own waiver that they wanted signed that's a pretty big deal yes it they, is you know they know which elements to leak out that will get you on their side as opposed to make you be like well nigga that's never gonna work um so uh you know even the media little session he had to end where he said like a minute 20 second rant no questions taken no explanation to anything else like you know they they're good at playing the game i've, I've yes, said sir. from jump Kaepernick is probably the best sports figure activist quote-unquote for the social media age yes he is he just sticks to just like he doesn't say much so you can't cancel him Mm-mm. and he doesn't do much other than you know work out and then occasionally he'll show up for some charity thing mm-hmm. um which uh we we'll get to this but we never charity check him just keep that in mind um so yeah um uh in retrospect it's likely that Kaepernick never intended to work out at the Falcons facility why would a man who meticulously constructed the image of a football activist shunned by the league validate a sham tryout by participating in it Kaepernick called an Ottawa on Saturday and took back the narrative the reason for making the switch Kaepernick would tell us later was making sure we had transparency of what went on if the NFL hastily, if the NFL's hastily arranged workout was a publicity stunt, Kaepernick responded, responded with a stunt of his own, one that was far more effective in securing his imprimatur as a man of the people. He laid out the new rules. The workout would be open to the public and to the media. After the workout, word spread that he would address the media, albeit in one way polemic, uh, in a one way polemic, meaning he, he, he didn't let them say anything back mm-hmm. for the first time in three years the workout was as much of a protest rally as it was a football workout designed to uh, solidify Kaepernick's base and cement his reputation as people's champion he spent as much time mingling with fans as he did working out finally Kaepernick came over and addressed a cluster of media I've been ready for three years I've been denied for three years we all know why he said Saturday y'all been attacked for the last three years y'all continue to be attacked we appreciate what y'all do he appre- we appreciate you being here today we appreciate the work you do for the people in telling the truth Kaepernick seen the mistake the presence and persistence of media as a sign of support not the tenacity to follow the news and report it yeah that's the other thing yeah when he said that comment i was like is that for the fans or for the media because the the media is not there because they support you they're literally there because this is where the story is agree never mistake surveillance for support because these motherfuckers will watch you burn yourself alive too and and report every second of it come on either way the truth is that in the pursuit of the story the media allowed itself to be manipulated by the nfl and by kaepernick i support kaepernick and my i admired the courage he showed in 2016 however the narrative is now shifted it is no longer about being blackballed no longer about not being given a tryout what is he going to do moving forward likely without football 
as he continued to soliloquy saturday kaepernick made a statement that let me know he had no intention or interest in ever playing in the nfl we're waiting for the 32 owners the 32 teams roger goodell all of them to stop running stop running from the truth stop running from the people before he left kaepernick added we'll continue to give you updates as we hear we'll be waiting to hear from roger goodell the nfl and the 32 teams we will let you know if we hear from them the balls in their court there likely will be no return of raleigh the nfl won kaepernick won and the media won kaepernick gave the nfl the out that it needed and in antagonizing the nfl kaepernick gave himself the multi-billion dollar nfl enemy of the people that he needs mm-hmm. yeah this is like this, uh, no offense to him no offense to his supporters but this is why i feel some reticence to just all in on kaepernick like that because everybody's essentially playing the people watching one way or the other right I, the same way that i'm just not i'm not caving for the nfl on some like man no nah, fuck this shit he don't need to be in the league he lost a let 10 of his last 11 games like i don't say that kind of shit because i'm like I, one thing we could all agree on is that he's good enough to be in the nfl and if you agree on that then everything kind of becomes bullshit because they find excuses to get everybody else back in the league don't they though so why not this why is him being politically conscious about blackness and about police overreach and oppression why is that the one thing the nfl can't fucking stomach you know what i mean that's what that's what's killing me about this shit the only losers are anyone who wanted to see kaepernick get a chance to play quarterback in the nfl during kaepernick's nfl exile many speculated the team simply did not want the media circus and distraction that comes with having him on their team however the real reason many nfl teams do not want kaepernick has nothing to do with distractions and circuses Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. same way with michael sam right many nfl teams do not want a player of kaepernick's vision insight and influence in the locker room full of impressionable young black players who might have their eyes opened by what kaepernick has to say as a young player kaepernick beat teams with his arms and his legs today at 32 kaepernick can win with his mind as well that is what he did saturday that's what frightens the nfl william c roden um who uh wrote uh 40 million dollar slaves and uh fourth in a mile so um yeah that kind of sums up how i feel about the shit where like i can admit there's games afoot there's games we play i think the nfl was playing games kaepernick you know went ahead and said listen i, I i'm playing a, a different game then and everyone needs to get comfortable with the idea that this dude is okay if he doesn't play in the nfl he either wants it on his terms or not at all and there's nothing wrong with that everyone can do this mm-hmm. you can do this at your job it doesn't mean you're gonna get the job but you can say hey if i don't get a sixty thousand dollar salary i'm fucking i don't want this job you can do whatever demands you want your freedom yep they don't have to hire you but you can it's just more weird because the nfl has a monopoly on this skill set really if for people that want to make serious money doing it so it's just you know it's, it's more pressure to conform to this one company essentially but yeah kaepernick um to in my opinion played them as much as they played or more than they played him um and uh yeah and as far as the language and the waiver and stuff the only question i really have is is that standard or not someone please if you know if if you see a link to 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 confirm it let me know because i seen mike florio and pro football talk and 
they are all right but they not real like that you know what i mean like people just kept sharing the same article over and over but that's really just kind of his opinion of the article if other lawyers have looked at it and said well it's never been used this way but someone i guess you could use this language to try to stop uh, um another lawsuit but then why has that never happened before so like i said i need to know if that's in everything or if that's specifically for kaepernick because that would go a long way for me and being like oh yeah like i see the whole point now agreed because if that's only for him then fuck them right like what else is there to say like that the next open and shut case doesn't make no sense it was a complete setup to get him to sign sign his rights away um if it's something that's in all the fucking things and his people just are particularly sensitive because he might be in the nfl again at some point i understand that too i'm not saying he should have done the workout but then i i also understand how the nfl would be like whoa what what happened there um well yeah it was all it was all uh i think that's all the new details that i've learned over the last however long okay did you have anything else to add mm-hmm. about no because mm-hmm. i don't stay on top of it like that yeah well check out Stephen a smith if y'all get a chance cause that nigga mad <laughs> that much we all agree so um so good luck man i don't you know I, beautiful gals yeah i don't know how how it's gonna work out i just i think everyone can stop trying to advise him on what he should and shouldn't do if you accept that he seems to be comfortable not playing all right right if you accept that you start you relax everybody's so pent up because they think the ultimate goal is to get him back in the nfl and like someone told me today well you don't have any leverage if you don't you know do the workout i said no nah, he does have leverage the leverage in this case is he's okay if he's not playing he is he sees himself as more than a fucking football player that's leverage that's power you can't take that away from him you know so i, I think people should consider that shit it the only if he really wanted to get in the league he should have went out there and threw a bunch of fucking picks and, and incompletes and shit <laughs> i feel like i feel like if they thought he was sorry they put him back in the league right away immediately i put this nigger on display these mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna settle this once for all let's put these niggers in their place look at them out there throwing these wobbly ass balls that's what you guys wanted hmm black lives matter no wonder he took a knee sorry are you happy now right the real most shocking part of this is really is that uh he hasn't changed his name yet because you know whenever black athletes get real controversial they always change their name to something muhammad ali yeah they always change their name to something muslim real quick muhammad ali kareem abdul jabbar Mm -hmm. mahmoud abdul Mm raouf like i the the fact that this man ain't changed his name to caliph x right now i'm a little i'm looking at him a little suspicious i don't know you might he might not be bad about it Mm mm-hmm and y'all saw everybody talking about the waiver i wouldn't sign no waiver i wouldn't sign no waiver y'all niggas use the face agent rushing app i saw y'all all y'all done signed away y'all right to sign the nfl the suit of the nfl all y'all y'all all in the same boat you know what that was in that long ass form when you just like i just want to see myself look old <laughs> that shit was in that form you can't sue the nfl i don't care i'm old now <laughs> facebook russia got my face they know how to unlock my phone thanks <laughs> People say that and uh told they don't sign no waiver. You know what? Every time you log on your goddamn computer at work, you done signed the waiver because the your company says we will monitor your emails, your phone calls, your texts, anything associated with this job. People sign waivers all the time. What is they talking about? Mm-hmm. 
y'all would have signed that shit if y'all was Kaepernick y'all don't know better shit he said he was gonna sign it and then his lawyer people was like no 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 don't nigga don't do that just five to ten he's like oh shit um but anyway man good luck um to everybody involved um you know good and hopefully y'all can you know chill out on calling each other coon the whole time because i'm tired Ooh, like everybody getting called coon this week y'all and my coon everybody coon lakeith stanfield this charlemagne the god at the call in the breakfast club anti-black was he on the show or something uh well he was on the breakfast club in an appearance a long time ago okay uh and i guess charlemagne asked him to freestyle this is all secondhand information maybe i'm wrong someone said charlemagne asked him to freestyle or put him on the spot and and clown him or something mm. i don't know i don't watch that show but he called out the breakfast club as well as the shade room and lipstick alley and other platforms for feeding grounds for negative reinforcement towards black nonconformists lakeith stanfield has released a diss track a diss track y'all wow Ooh, uh, did he reload he was like i'm <laughs> shooting everybody he released a- okay i'm reloaded uh he released a diss track directed at the breakfast club co-host charlemagne the god after calling out the platform of others for being anti-black stansville's feud with charlemagne came about in assist to lead an instagram post from the former where he accused the popular black platforms of harming the african-american community the shade room lipstick alley breakfast club world star and many others are all anti-black a texas image read uh the following caption accompanied the post it's a fact that a lot of these platforms are usually or tend to be feeding grounds for negative reinforcement towards black nonconformists. they bolster foes vanity and hold a white supremacist scope over black men and women often highlighting at negative attributes and downplaying mind expanding ones they serve as bottomless coward consumption pits and digital audio or otherwise slave mentality museums at all you want why'd you delete it then if you say at all you want uh, charlemagne because somebody gotta hold him no, don't, don't, don't fuck your money up right they like you know you're gonna have to go ahead and do an interview uh charlemagne, charlemagne learned of stanfield's comments and responded to the actor while declaring him donkey of the day on november 14th you can say any and everything about me i'm damn near heard it i've damn near heard it all about myself online but what you won't do is ever fix your lips to call one of my platforms especially the breakfast club anti-black charlamagne said before reading stansfield caption i strive every day to be the perfect balance of ratchetness and righteousness all right there isn't another show out there that goes from byron allen to black youngster like it's nothing young king i know for a fact you don't take the chances that i do every day in the name of blackness he continued that's exactly why you didn't call out any white media outlets because your publicist your agent and these hollywood executives you work for would have a fit would have had a fit you would have never taken that chance you haven't always been this woke warrior you claim to be charlamagne added in fact you apologize for that freestyle you know why because you know hollywood don't play that yeah because uh the key stanfield had dropped that freestyle that time and he had said they will cancel you so quick that the only outlets who would accept you and still embrace you is the black ones you talk so crazy about black outlets but when you come on the black outlets it's not like you're being this intellectual beacon of light following that stanfield released a diss track called automatic uh company with an image of charlemagne uh reminiscent of menstrual imagery the track has lines like i'm black i'm atlanta i'm hall of fame insecure you afraid use a charlemagne 
the song seems to be from a forthcoming project stanfield is working on called self-control all right i'll see if i can play some Look like he'd be working too much to have time for this I'm bored. You holler for your favorite new celebrity sport. Knowing you ain't falling in them Jordans, what a dork. Wonder why I'm rolling up the tinted on the porch. You niggas need awards for this fake shit. It's war. Everybody running toward the police. Hoes get their hoes drove in with no grease. Hoes suicide and I'm so sleep. Bullets flying, got my mind on my own bees. On the phone, open road, can't control my speed. Rolling slow at the stove, trying to be like me. I don't post, I just go one four five three. Never post, I just go one four five three. All Gucci, all new. Don't you wanna make a movie? All Gucci, all new. All Gucci, all new. Don't you wanna Automatic with the static, what you tragic nigga? 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 Cause the grip, hit the switch, with it back out. Cause the grip, hit the switch, with it back out. Cause the grip, hit the switch, with it back out. Cause the grip, hit the switch, with it back out. Pillin' out paramount, leave the stains. Press play, this insane in your brain. I'm black, I'm Atlanta, I'm the Hall of Fame. Insecure, you afraid, you's a Charlemagne. Bitch, bitch. That pussy shit that run your lips, I'm born a trip. I'm mixing up my blood with drugs and guns and gangsta grip. I fuck you to a raw dog, licking up the sip. This just the way I live, I'm a dick. Black a blackout, let's get the party crack out. Some people wanna fuck, I'll shake it like a blue flame. You fucking with a thug, I bet you better back back before I pull the plug. And touch you where no man has, baby, I'm in love. For the record, I'm deleted, I know not I'm no sign. It's, I'm lost. It don't make sense. And it don't seem like it's really a diss to Charlemagne to me. I mean, mm-hmm. other than that one line. Sound like he just rapping. I wonder if he just wanted to promote his project and it was all a setup to diss Charlemagne. Oh, I, I don't know. I like that beat though, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I like the yeah the beat though and shit. I mean, but it just don't seem like it fits with yeah, like what a, a, a my di- definition like a of diss, a diss. Yeah. yeah like a diss would be like directed to it's almost like he trying to show i can rap more than he trying to be like this i don't fuck with charlamagne and these are all the problems i have with this dude because you know if he wanted to diss him i mean charlamagne's a very public figure he could have said a lot of shit that i'm sure charlamagne and his folks would have considered you know uh below board because just because his life is such a so public. open book yes, to is. people that you i mean you can and fucking, he wrote a book yeah you could absolutely talk about him if you wanted to do that so i don't know about this one y'all I, no offense to lakeith but i don't i don't see i don't see how it's uh a diss track i don't even see how it's a diss to charlamagne Mm-mm. no the song okay. was okay to me it wasn't great i like the beat though i like the beat too like i i don't know anyway i guess it's just a week where everybody getting called coon apparently it is uh beyonce and jay-z helped raise more than six million dollars for city of hope you don't say yeah between them music's billion dollar couple beyonce and jay-z had the clout to accomplish anything they set their collective willpower to do so it should come as no surprise and they lend their considerable talents and name recognition to a cause it is a massive success thursday night in la jay-z and beyonce combined forces at the behest of warner Chappelle, uh publishing ceo and chairman john platt big john as jay-z 
affectionately referred to him when introducing platt on stage the big winners were the city of hope who raised more than six million dollars in the star-studded night that saw dr dre tiffany haddish usher quincy jones bb rexa or is it baby rexa uh wiz khalifa timberland kelly Rowland, and rita Orr, among others in attendance they had all the black folks how did city of hope get music's unquestioned biggest couple we find partners in the honorees and the honorees help arrange the talent so john platt is a tremendous partner and compassionate and a passionate person who joined this fight all in and john's the one who made the call to beyonce and jay-z who said yes immediately city of hope ceo robert stone told me uh before the event started uh platt is a beloved figure in music as evidenced by jay-z's heartwarming introduction to of his to his longtime friend jay-z revealed the two are so close he said my contract is tied to his if he leaves i leave so it sounds like that dude called in a favor and then of course because beyonce and jay-z are you know famous the real the real famous people that people are are like jay-z and beyonce raise all the money um let's see so i guess his presence is a presence <laughs> call back uh introduce a plan who called who he called the obama of the music industry to accept the spirit of the life award jay-z said i can't think of anyone more deserving to be prized in front of their peers and in front of the world than my brother john platt the artist formerly known as big john he went on D- denver dj with the jerry Curl goes and he's the highest ranking black executive in any global company he's the obama of the music industry and i'm just glad that everyone in this room gets acknowledged and prize this man tonight for all that his accomplishments uh he's behind some of the biggest hits in the world and it couldn't happen to a finer person um so yeah it's, uh so of course everybody downplayed this because uh jay-z is on the outs and uh that means beyonce gotta catch it on the agenda train as well uh people were not talking all this noise when rihanna held her um mm-hmm. charity event just earlier even when uh sean king got an award people weren't like this capitalist rihanna she ain't mm-hmm. shit this ain't nothing but a charity write-off don't tell me how much i still don't even know how much money rihanna raised at her charity gala because sure don't nobody gave a fuck they gave zero fucks i know colin cabinet gave away a million dollars over the course of like a year uh three years ago and every single time he dropped uh, some money off i heard about it saw a press release saw pictures never once saw people call it a tax write-off or chair or just you know uh rich people giving a little bit of money to charity uh this nigga worth whether they like you or not that's the end yeah so i don't know it's just kind of interesting uh that the the way that the it seemed like people only bring up this charity shit ain't charity don't matter shit when uh they don't like somebody agreed so anyway just something i noticed uh deja harris deactivates her social media account following ti's discussion about her sexual um history that's his daughter right that's the yeah that's okay. his 18 year old daughter mm-hmm. can, can you blame her her, her mentions was probably lit up i'm sure they were man that's just all sad um but uh yeah what was she supposed to do right what was she supposed to do because also the, the other thing is people start watching to see what you favoring what you retweeting who you replying mm-hmm. to what you liking and so now you gotta fuck up with you mentally yeah so now it's even being reported when you like somebody that said your daddy was tripping you know oh man that becomes the news yeah that sucks man nobody should have to go through all that man mm, she's gonna live a normal ass teenager life and she didn't expect her daddy to put her on a on a spotlight in the spotlight like that 
uh kanye west announces his first ever opera uh never could never could could add nezer i don't know never chat nezer anyway just weeks after releasing his first ever gospel album he's now not announced his very own opera talking to twitter last night he tweeted the flyer for the event which will take place november 24th at the hollywood bowl amphitheater in los angeles invite artwork by nick knight he wrote the name of the production uh never nezer which uh is it nebuchadnezzar is that what it is uh yes which is yeah nebuchadnezzar okay well i've heard that before i just i've never seen the spell which is named after an ancient babylonian king nebuchadnezzar ruled from uh 605 bc to 562 bc and he is mentioned extensively throughout the book of daniel in the bible this announcement comes just a month after kanye spoke about the babylonian king during the press run for his latest album jesus king Speaking to DJ Zan Lowe, Kanye said Nebuchadnezzar was the king and he looked at his entire kingdom and said, I did this. And God said, oh, for real, you did this? Sounds kind of familiar, right? I'm standing on the tip of the mountain talking about Jesus saying, I did this, that I'm a God and I would, I could talk to Jesus at the end of my show. I had a guy dressed up as Jesus at the end of my show, he said. Okay. Okay. All right hey man like i hope he's okay the same that's all i got for y'all i don't even really have i did y'all see the video of him talking with joe osteen's church did you see it again no yeah man i don't yeah like i know people got jokes i don't know that he okay and i don't have that's not me being funny i like just some of the stuff he's doing and saying it just reminds me when people spiral especially the religious part of the spiral um and then you know him bragging about being on and off meds in the, the past devil stole all the good producers <laughs> the devil stole all the good musicians all the good artists all the good designers all the good business people and said you got to come over and work for me and now the trend the shift is going to sh- to change. Jesus has won the victory. <laughs> now, the greatest artist that God has ever exist, uh, created is now working for him. <laughs> I would like for everybody to be completely Was silent. Was he talking about so himself? Can... Yes. Who else oh. are talking Let about? God flow through me as I speak to you guys today. <laughs> Protecting your kids from the indoctrination of the media. The thousands and thousands of images that are fed two children by the age of six or seven. And within those images, there are images mixed in that we don't know about as parents that are purposely mixed in to lower the kids' superpower and esteem so that they can be more susceptible to consumption and feel that they need to consume and become a part of the robotic numeric system that controls so many, so much of the media. Because if there's an advertisement for a strip club, that is advertising sex trafficking because at the end of the night, when they close up, the the manager says, how much traffic do we have? So if it's a, a man that's going through things with his family or going through things at work and he feels he has to go there, we all end up participating, whether it's the spirits that get advertised to us all the time. Alcohol is 
They call it a spirit. So we get constant advertisement for spirits. That's the end of the clip. That's the end of the clip. He's just rambling. That makes no sense. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic I've ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points... And may God have mercy on your soul. Dog. What? Yeah, that, that Joe Osteen won't let niggas drown in his church, but he got Kanye on stage, like uh spit your spit your facts to the people. What the <laughs> fuck is happening? I have no idea. And you know what's scary about it too is that you know the reason he's being allowed in these spaces because he picked a very alt right white Christianity version like that's why you know all these black people in the in the in the choir and shit don't matter it's because we know his politics are all right and white evangelical christians are the biggest fucking constituency of evil motherfuckers that will pay people to be evil ever you know like they he's he's all the way god damn none of that shit was really making a lot of sense no it wasn't like that's it, you know it reminds me of when you're in fucking uh a freshman in college and you're sitting around the dorm and like motherfuckers are half baked out of their mind and they're using word correlations to make it seem like they're saying something deep and but five it's, percenters. yeah it's like so you know they call alcohol a spirit because it's met see what i'm saying so you got spirits inside you it's like the fuck are you talking about no like well stop talking like that that's cr- uh-huh. like why are y'all sitting up here letting this like applauding this shit it's insane what's happening right now all these people like he was made a couple word correlations oh yeah i get it Mm -hmm. see sex trafficking because they asked how much traffic did we have nigga you know what else they say that at restaurants they sure do how much traffic did we any business that is a fucking brick and mortar business they say how much traffic foot traffic does that mean foot traffic do they mean cars are driving through there too do they have highways in the building like dude this is this is this is not okay i hope he's okay and i hope he gets the help that he needs yeah i because the thing is he's so big and such a celebrity i honestly don't think anyone could check him if they wanted to agreed and the sad part is it seems that nobody wants to and i'm not even trying to blame kim and them for this shit Mm -mm. this is like people outside of kim and them right like kim and them had put out stuff like hey we don't know about this stuff we, we try talking to him hey we trying to get him into this and that it it just don't what you do when somebody's mega rich and 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 do whatever the fuck they feel like doing i i don't know i just hope this doesn't end in some tragic shit because every time i see him now i just like i try to avoid seeing him because it's just same makes me feel fucking yuck inside um this is this is wild yeah this is yeah uh and uh no marlene he has not always been this way is this is different 
like i rem- like one of the reasons that i think so many black people are hurt by what kanye's doing is because he literally had the direct opposite politics of this i i've done it before on the show i went through his lyrics before and just started doing like he said this he said this he said this and now he's literally saying the opposite of those things like i don't know it's it's literally the opposite is how he feels about the things that he started saying like you know he used to talk about you know uh racism in his music he talked about systemic oppression in his music and shit now he's on candace owen's side that's not the same like maybe people might have felt he always had some mental health issues some ego issues but this shit like it hurts for a lot of people especially people that maybe misguidedly but i think it really hurts for the people that like kind of empathize with him when he lost his mother and shit because i remember a lot of people making a lot of excuses for his behavior after he lost his mom Mm -hmm. you know it's like well he just lost his mom it's like you know a lot of people lose their moms kanye's he's doing extra stuff you know and i think it took a long time for people to come around on that shit a lot of people still hate taylor swift mostly because kanye ran up on stage on her yes she just happened to be the one you know i like it's i don't know man this shit was this shit is just sad to me man like i I don't know him on no personal level to Mm -hmm. to speak on like how he could handle this tragedy and all this stuff but it's been a long time now since he lost his mom man i don't i don't know if he coming back quote unquote (sighs) man anyway i would make jokes man but i don't really have nothing funny to say about that shit i don't have no jokes for this like if, if if to me it feel like the tmz video like everybody was roasting and i was like that doesn't seem stable yeah you know because you know he has he always been confident and, and cocky like somebody was saying yeah, yeah you know but but being confident and cocky and actually to the point where you go are you are you okay because there's a lot of confident cocky ass people that got common sense i think also we as uh laymen and shit we don't always have the words for like what mania looks like yeah. like there's diagnoses for this shit mm-hmm. this is like it's more than confidence it's more than arrogance it's like he has talked about his diagnosis he's also talked about going on and off meds because he thinks it makes him more creative yeah and you that's, know? that's not healthy i'm i'm, I'm a, i, I mean, don't know i'm assuming that's yeah, not healthy he talks about bi- being bipolar you know it like it's a science to this shit it's not just people feeling a certain way it <laughs> and and the thing is with mania like the higher you go when you're bipolar the lower the depressive side of it is and Mm. and and it could get bad man and people just seem to be entertained or even entertained by being outraged at him is still a form of i'm getting my entertainment from him as opposed to you know being concerned about him and maybe he's just so rich and famous people there's a disconnect where we can't be concerned about him and people feel like what he's doing is dangerous but i don't know man that shit just bums me out um yeah because it's, it's one of those things where I, I i look at him as a human being and i just wish him well like i like all jokes that like i go i wish you well i hope you get the help that you need to get in 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 in, in a healthy space yeah i feel like and this maybe i don't want to say it's a black thing but it's definitely i know it's a church thing for sure but there's this thing where it's like if we say there's not a problem or we say oh he just be acting you know it's it's kind of like our way of being like no no it's just you know he don't need any like mental medical uh intervention type stuff he don't need any like 
therapy psychology type shit no 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 he just he you know he just be extra y'all and it's like man we will watch somebody be extra all the way till something tragic happens come on all the we'll watch so somebody I'm, be extra all the way to death yeah i'm scared like i'm scared for him is is how i always feel and i know that's not a popular thing to say because people are more this cool ass nigga that that's just what people feel now and i'm not i'm not even saying he doesn't believe the stuff he's saying i just i just don't feel like even if you believe that shit the way he shares it and talks about it doesn't it just don't seem it seems very weird especially knowing his past this is very fucking weird i don't know man it's, i don't know uh ayana presley just called for decrimin- decriminalizing sex work let's do it on thursday morning massachusetts representative ayana presley uh introduced a resolution calling for an overhaul of the u.s criminal justice system the resolution titled the people's justice guarantee includes proposals to combat mass incarceration by ending the death penalty cash bail system and minimum sentences let's do it also tucked inside it was another uh one other major proposal called to decriminalize sex work for far too long those closest to the pain have not been closest to the power resulting in a racist xenophobic rogue and fundamentally flawed criminal justice system right presley said in a statement announcing the resolution our resolution calls for a bold transformation of the status quo devoted to dismantling injustice so that the system is smaller safer less punitive and more humane according to presley the resolution is the result of working more than 20 grassroots with more than 20 grassroots organizations and individuals negatively affected by the u.s legal system the first 11 pages outline outline the rampant discrimination behind the incarcer behind incarceration in the u.s where incarceration rates are the highest in the world yes it is it is amazing it's countries the population double and triple ours and their percentage of people in jail is lower mm-hmm. this is why she's my favorite of the uh of the crew i mean y'all 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 can have alc it's cool and Ilhan, she's straight, but you know Rashida Talib, she cool. It's all about Anna Presley, though. That's Bay. The resolution also acknowledges the way sex work criminalization is targeted low-income communities, people of color, and the disabled, and other marginalized groups. Come on! <clears throat> it directly calls on federal the federal government to address the structural inequities that impede the safety, dignity, and well-being of all individuals especially those most vulnerable to discrimination on the basis of race gender identity or expression sexual orientation disability socioeconomic status and citizenship status last week she endorsed senator elizabeth warren for president but neither warren nor senator bernie sanders widely considered the two most progressive presidential candidates have fully endorsed the decriminalization of sex work that's one of the reasons that when people try to single out kamala harris on that shit i'm always like but which candidates are fucking decriminalizing sex work right you can't just throw shit at one person and leave it there if everybody got the same like i don't know about that in their fucking policies who gonna be the bold presidential candidate to do that because if not it's an issue that's on the back burner for a lot all the candidates right because my thing you know what people still gonna fuck you know people still gonna pay for sex like okay and my thing is once you do this you make it safer people can go to the police if they get assaulted yeah you don't you don't have police actually hunting them out and abusing them it's one of those things where it has to be decriminalized only because we know that criminal criminalizing it has not stopped it curtailed it at all and it's put a lot of people in fucking prison that, that 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 really don't have any business being there and we have places in america where it is legal 
we're, so we know that like reno nevada you can get there's a fucking bunny ranch like so we know that this is possible and the only thing stopping us is the same religious white people listening to kanye west uh talk about messages to the children uh you know and all this shit like nah yeah and also it's just one of those things where you know when you talk about uh, sex trafficking everybody gets scared and clutch their pearls this would cartel that bullshit if right. you de- if you do this this would stop a lot of that you you can at least cut down on it and it's and right. the thing is right now is i'm not saying legalizing sex work boom all the problems go away Mm-mm. no more patriarchy no more reg- no men aren't 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 being regulated or aren't um being in charge as pimps and shit like i'm not even saying this solves all the problems i'm saying we know for a fact that not doing anything is ineffective right we know for a fact we know people are like sex trafficking happens because we don't regulate shit Mm -mm. you know it's because we don't there is no legal version so all of us are the same to people you know so i and and also i think a lot of people that are against this they have problems with with sex just people fucking period if you're not married why you fucking okay okay like people gonna fuck there's nothing you can do it's human nature there's nothing you can do to stop it yeah it's like the criminalization of weed like uh the book i read locking up our own this year it's like people kept thinking well if we fucking scare the black kids out of doing weed because you know if they get caught with weed they have less of a chance of making it so what we do is we put the fear of god in them and make kids not smoke weed by throwing the book at them and what you do you put all the black kids in prison that's what you did now all the black kids are in prison the talking about not having the second chance that you claimed putting a heavy legislation of fear into it was going to give them people aren't scared of penalties in this way when it comes to vices normally people have either addictions or something like that or you or you actually have literally two different fucking worlds of crime for for america there's white people getting caught with weed a slap on the wrist or no trouble and black kids getting caught with weed going straight to prison like you we're not talking in a vacuum here Mm -mm. so um presley's latest resolution appears to signify the congresswoman's own shift to the left on the issue of sex work she previously supported the stop enabling sex traffickers act and allowed states and victims to uh the allow states and victims to fight online sex trafficking act widely known as sesta and foster a pair of bills signed into law in 2018 that advocates argued jeopardized sex uh the advocates argued jeopardized sex worker safety and livelihood in the name of curbing sex trafficking yeah and the thing is she evolved on this now a lot of folks will let her evolve in this because they haven't been told to hate her yet right and she's a black woman so everybody the black people that i know will give her a chance but if you're hoping for elizabeth warren and bernie sanders and joe biden all these people to come around on it too there's gonna have to be a certain amount of allowance for them to shift their fucking views because what we do now is when you shift views we hop on you twice as hard as when you were resigned to a negative view so if you say uh-uh i'm not with this shit sex trafficking sex trafficking and then you go well actually you know what some people hit me to this they talked to me about this and uh i will consider uh decriminalizing sex work we can't then be like well fuck you bitch for 20 years i've been asking you to do this no now is the time uh it, this is how it starts it started with a yana and oftentimes i would not be shocked i don't know this for a fact this is all speculation but oftentimes people like 
uh elizabeth warren people like bernie sanders they float ideas like this through surrogates so the mm-hmm. same way that obama floated out marriage equality via biden so it looked like well i'm just i'm for marriage equality you know and i think the president you know if i talk to him he'll be down with it too that was a wink wink nudge nudge like hey guys we can get the president on board he's already on board that's kind of what this could be that this could be ayanna presley fielding this out for warren or something like hey you know this sex work thing hey we should legalize it and then i also am endorsing elizabeth warren so maybe we can get some inroads of somebody that has her ear via this and somebody bobber in the chat room it would be a good stream of revenue like it's it's, all, it's almost like they so it's like we don't we want to regulate it but fuck the revenue so with legalizing weed though agree and a lot of a lot of a lot of places didn't want to do that even though that was quite obvious mm-hmm. that it would have uh you know alleviated a lot of the you know a lot of stuff um all right let's see what else can we talk about um let's do uh, well actually we'll do this one real quick i really only have uh one or two articles that i don't want to talk about in this segment okay but uh they do need to be talked about so. tq news um a pro-trump high school wrestler scholarship lost, lost his scholarship after yelling an anti-gay slur at a protest mm. love when that karma comes around right away no time wasted mm-hmm. penalty on the play mm-hmm. flag on the play i don't know what they do in wrestling i don't know fuck them of you fuck them 15 yard penalty i don't know yep i do not mind go ahead and get him up out of here um we appreciate you and uh wait why is my firefox acting stupid um okay did this link not work was oh great firefox just froze well hey guys anyway uh this wrestler lost his uh job and lost his damn mind Mm -hmm. lost his scholarship um okay all right we'll just control out delete this now 
Uh, all right this is not awkward at all live on the podcast um <laughs> let me pop all right technical difficulties but we'll be back an incoming college wrestler lost his athletic scholarship after a viral video caught him using an anti-gay slur during a political rally uh bronson Harmon, 18 showed up to counter protests on june 30th keep families together rally in modesto california in response to president trump donald john trump they love them names with mm-hmm. you like oh y'all actually stand for the opposite of what you stand for keep families together don't you right. mean like all the family members regardless of who they are we may keep white families together by moving the mexicans out okay uh, and so uh let's see um uh activist abdul lasang recorded a heated exchange between Harmon and anti-trump protesters he fuck you fuck you says Harmon while giving the camera the middle finger he's also seen holding a donald trump 2016 campaign sign mm, okay not 2020 i don't want to look too forward to the future <laughs> the video posted to facebook has been viewed more than forty-seven thousand times i totally regret it Harmon said of the slur i got caught up in the heat of the moment i was there to peacefully protest the things that we believe and people were harassing us spitting at us calling us nazis uh Harmon's father was with him at the protest can be heard yelling send their asses back Todd Harmon declined to be interviewed, but told, he did. but told reporters that California Polytechnic State University San Luis Obispo has revoked his son's athletic scholarship. Mm-hmm. The school's communication specialist, Cynthia Lambert, confirmed that Harmon will no longer be on the wrestling team. Mm-mm. Yep, he's planning to attend the school as a student still. Todd Harmon said the family is devastated about the scholarship and they hired an attorney. What? Because you showed your ass? For what? The family's considering filing a lawsuit for a potential First Amendment rights violation. They could, they could, there's nothing that says that they can't take away the scholarship for any reason they feel necessary. The financial aid offer signed by all student athletes says the university can cancel aid for actions that could cause embarrassment to the school. Um, so. so what the fuck you suing for? Ain't no, ain't no lawyer in their right mind gonna take that case. Yeah, dog, you give it up. You lost. You try to be homophobic mm-hmm. on a, on your off day, you, you got you, caught. You and your son. How yeah. you lose your scholarship on your day off? Oh, <laughs> uh, they ain't got me on camera. Yeah, they absolutely have you on yeah, camera. Yeah, they absolutely do. Glad Microsoft, glad and Microsoft collaborate on major playable transgender char- game character. Set in a small town in Alaska, the story follows two twins, Tyler being one of them who use their sibling bond to uncover memories of a loving yet troubled t- childhood tyler is described in a statement by nick adams director of transgender representation at glad is a fully realized endearing character why did this okay the whole article just disappeared what's happening with my computer today guys mm-hmm. i need to click on the uh thing again all right let's try going to the actual article instead of reading it in pocket um yeah the name of the game is tell me why um yeah the character in approaching the character of tyler ronan a trans man game directors florent gilliam and uh joseph staten senior creative director at xbox work with lgbtq 
media advocacy organization glad to portray an authentic representation of the trans experience as well as a character free from common cliches set in the small town alaska the story follows two twins tyler being one of them use a sibling bond to uncover memories of a loving yet troubled childhood tyler is described is described in a statement by nick adams director of transgender representation that glad is a fully realized endearing character whose story is not reduced to simplistic trans tropes one one of the things that glad did that was especially helpful was they gave us a history lesson not just in games but in media as well the good and the bad Statton tells a hollywood reporter it's been really important for everyone on the project to understand the history of lgbtq representation and transgender representation in games to make sure we did our best to get it right gilliam says that he partnered with glad which last year introduced a new category for video games and best representation that best represent the lgbtq community at the glad media awards to understand the hopes of fears and uh, lives of trans individuals he further explains that the organization reviewed the game script advised on character development and provided access to resources that helped the team move forward with storyline gilliam also adds that the that while the game uh always included the story of two twins the character of tyler didn't initially start out as a known trans man but through the without development he eventually became known to be transgender the goal is not to have an agenda said uh, he said adding that his team doesn't develop characters to be archetypes we develop characters and stories because we believe in their value and in giving an experience to players it's saying that it took a long time to craft the character he adds the hope is for players to identify with tyler for his humanity tyler's a young man with great values and good and bad elements and that's what makes him human so yeah uh, good dope for y'all that's also good for them to go out and get some actual consulting on it rather than just kind of like freestyle it like most people do and then people are like you fucked up right and even with that somebody still going to you know somebody somewhere in the marginalized group gonna be like y'all could have did better which i understand that's that shit that keeps pushing you till you till you make it right yeah and all and honestly like like as a black person even when you make a choice one of the things i realized about you know the wokes is any choice you make someone's gonna argue the opposite of choice Agreed. so sometimes you just have to make the best choice that you can live with and let people toss stones mm-hmm. like you're trying to do something good you're trying to do something right someone's gonna always raise the bar you know well do y'all have any trans employees working on this you know things of that nature where maybe you haven't hit that yet or maybe you didn't think about it or whatever and you know maybe you thought consulting with glad was good enough you know i like i can't there's always something more that people gonna want right you know which, and, which ain't always right. a bad thing a lot exactly. of you know sometimes it can be frustrating and irritating don't get me wrong but it's not always a bad thing if people's intentions are like good like hey like include me do better like uh and, and that's that thing where they go it quote it slowly pushes you to the left um and it's a slow push um but people do move evolve and grow for the fact that they did this it shows you that they are willing to actually continue to move forward last one chick-fil-a to stop donating to anti-lgbtq charities starting next year because mm-hmm. they've been having a lot of backlash like a lot of they've been trying to go to airports and people are like the fuck you ain't putting that here in our airport and no you're not putting it in our campus and being a lot of backlash yeah I know for a lot of people.
drink all the waffle fries you want i want some of that lemonade i'm gonna tell you what it was dog this, y'all gotta give credit to the popeye's chicken sandwich come on that shit put that pressure on them it's fucked up too because people been boycotting and declaring like hey man y'all y'all homophobic they've been fucking kissing there's been a bunch of shit to try to stop chick-fil-a and get them all the way off of the homophobia and they've and been looking at them zillions of chicken sandwiches moving yeah i don't know what this means for did dan kathy die i don't know if that man i don't lie. know i don't know what this means for him but they was family. like you shut the fuck up but i just know for the company they still had uh organizations that they weren't as flagrant and they reduced it but they still were giving money to these charities um and so now tim tasapolos uh who's the president said in an interview there's no question we know that as we go into new markets we need to be clear about who we are there are lots of articles and newscasts about chick-fil-a and we thought we need to be clear about our message organizations that the company will know who are the salvation army the fellowship of christian athletes and the paul anderson youth home each of which has been under fire in the past due to views on homosexuality wow so they're even going to like because salvation army is like one of those quote-unquote acceptable thing it's like the red cross where people yeah they like this is terrible but it's everywhere yeah and it's that time of year where they've been ding 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 with the red buckets uh the announcement comes out to chick-fil-a revealed it will be closing down its first location in the uk after less than two weeks due to heavy protests at the restaurant come on uk about it about it apparently I'm, I'm i'm serious like i said we read articles where they've been like we're gonna be at this airport people protest we're gonna be like they've been going places and people have literally been protesting them and they was like the fuck is this then somebody with some common sense got a hold of somebody and they hired a team because you know decisions like this ain't made overnight and somebody was like why are we losing money why did we protest and somebody they paid somebody a lot of money to be like don't be bigoted okay yeah and over there they like i think they like kfc more than chick-fil-a a lot you know of what happened when they closed the kfc is angry sad and, and disappointed i got to hit one of them kfc's over uh, over there over there in the other places because the way they sound like it is flames yeah they not about that chick-fil-a so they mm-hmm. was like we are all we ran out of kfc chicken over here we love it so much don't bring your homophobic chicken over here don't bring it uh in a few months chick-fil-a is also on track to open its first location in boston where the mayor has previously pledged to ban the company from opening within city limits due to their lgbt views yeah also in arizona i think in the airport they tried to shut it yeah, down that what it was I and they won the like court case but still think about the opposition to them that you know the mayor and everybody was like we don't want your fucking chicken here it's california had the same thing except i think california actually has like the first or only uh openly gay owned like pride lb chick-fil-a which they were like look we got flags balloons glitter we about about it like i really would like to eat there just to be like come mm-hmm. on just to- <laughs> next time we take a trip that'll right. be the goal walk up in there some vesta there is something come on i want to ask you for some waffle fries mm-hmm. um and lemonade mm-hmm um while expanding globally into more conservative parts of the u.s chick-fil-a a will donate nine million to other organizations such as the junior achievement usa that supports education and covenant house international which will help combat homelessness and support community food banks for hunger initiative chick-fil-a will also donate twenty five thousand to a local food bank with the opening in every location 
Yeah, and my, ooh, that's that's a that's a good little bit. And also, it's one of those things too. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now. Most people just want to eat. They just want to purchase something and buy food. Same thing with Papa John's. Nobody gave a fuck, and they would have continued to buy, buy Papa John's until you started talking. The wild part is that they never lost money for this stance. Like uh, after he shared his beliefs, they never lost any business. Uh, Dan Kathy was the one that shared them. Following Kathy's remarks, Chick Fil A surpassed five billion in sales in 2013 because a lot of that was hate spike money. Mm-hmm, it was. I hate gays. I'm gonna go get in line Chick Fil A uh just the kind of business you want fast forward to 2019 chick-fil-a is now the third largest u.s uh food chain behind with a massive 10.5 billion and more in sales more made in sales in addition to new donations chick-fil-a also plans on aiding with scholarships to team members of the company assisting with revitalization initiatives in atlanta and giving away 32 million dollars in cash gifts in 2020 wow oh yeah they, they, they are trying to uh get that image right because they were like we tired of going to these places and they protesting us it makes us look horrible yeah so i don't know if it was just just they got tired of being on the news for for this shit or what because i always said man with stuff like that you can't have a whole organization of uh, as a business like that not a religious business not you know as a business business that hires people you're not gonna get everyone to agree on politics to Mm. be homophobic or not i just want to eat dog it is not in the interview process you're not only getting people out of church and shit so you don't know what the fuck people believe if you're running a business according to the laws of the united states you're gonna have gay employees all this shit and so you're gonna have people that are like the most powerful man in this company is a fucking bigot but i'm not and a lot of us have worked for people before we're like i don't agree with this motherfucker's politics but i need this check come on so when dan kathy is dying or out of there or whatever the fuck you knew this the business is gonna be like why are we taking this publicity hit for him for what for one person fuck him like he gone let him rest in peace bye okay guys we're we not doing that no more please please stop it's not gonna stop because you know twitter you, you fucked up once it don't matter if you start doing the right thing but yeah uh, and i don't mean fucked up once but i mean you fucked up for yeah. a long time even if you improve and try to do the right thing the way social media is set up nobody's gonna be able to let to be like good you're doing the right thing now and let's do blah blah it's like it's pretty much anyone that was boycotting i cannot see them stop it even with this yeah, and the thing is, just like uh, with most franchises, somebody was talking about in chat, some are independently owned and some are corporate owned, but nobody yeah. knows, like McDonald's, you just walk in that bitch and McDonald's is McDonald's. That's why when they try to pull that shit, go, we're individually owned. I don't give a fuck. It's say goddamn McDonald's on the building. You know what is individually owned? Papa John's. And not one of you ashy ass niggas gives a damn. Be honest be honest i know y'all I didn't. Don't when give i was a protesting damn. i didn't i didn't care how many black people owned it nobody give a damn about that who owned what Mm-mm, you just go name <laughs> papa john that's that white man pizza that's that white man pizza <laughs> i love us all right we need to go to the next session we all right oh man i feel so much better than i was earlier man that's a good thing yeah i had to go to clear my throat i kind of threw up a little bit y'all oh yeah feeling better yeah i had uh this is not even a joke this is dead serious and ev i'm sorry but it's the truth i had some arby's earlier oh you did i I tried just in the name of peace 
to get some arby's and i swear to god i fucking threw up so somebody's a damn lie don't send us no gift cards because that means trying to poison me (laughs) that's that would be exactly what dr dante would do oh lord i bought i bought some potato cakes dr dante eat arby's okay oh no that's why everybody got sick they was eating arby's Alright, let's do some, uh, we're not gonna do fuck with black people. Let's do guest race. Now that it's time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. Now that it's time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. That's right, it's time for guest race. The number one game show going across all the podcasts, and we read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we have this today, Karen, and the chat room to guess the race. And of course, everyone playing is races. Um, all right, let's see for the first one. How about uh, <laughs> how about this one? Uh, police alleged sixty-eight-year-old arsonist flew from Missouri to South to set south bay fires a 68 year old missouri man has been arrested in connection with a series of arsons in the milpitas foothills last week clara county district attorney charged freddie graham of lone jack missouri with 15 counts of arson lone jack that's a name mm-hmm. including two counts of arson during a declared state of emergency the fires burned uh, 128 acres in a rugged terrain in the hills of Milpitas. Graham allegedly boarded a plane in his home state of Missouri on September 19th and flew cross country, landed in San Jose, setting fires the next day. What? Why? You were looking at TV and was like, ooh, they got fires over there. I would love to go set some. They already got they already got fires going. I might as well get involved. <laughs> Help the fire out. Like how's that okay, bro? Um uh yeah, um he uh allegedly drove a rental car along a narrow windy road. Uh oh, along narrow windy roads between Ed Levin Park and Calaveras Reservoir, starting fires as he went. Oh, <gasps> just starting fires as you go you know how you do karen you're just bored on a saturday it's like let's go firing you know let's go let's go fire starting he was listening to the fire starter podcast and he was hot flames couldn't help himself that's two hot flames <laughs> oh my god we must have been bored on twitter the same thing they do <laughs> why who put you up to this I think we know. Demons told me to do it. Who told you to do it? The demons. <laughs> um, the fires were set with a lighter, setting pieces of paper on fire, throwing it out the window of the car. <gasps> a witness who became suspicious at the spot in Graham's car near the fires turned the license plate over to investigators. Cal fire officials arrested Graham when he tried to return the car at the Minette to San Jose International Airport. We are just appreciative that the public was able to provide us with information that was instrumental in our officers making the arrest. Graham's bail was set at $2 million. Set to, uh, he was scheduled to enter a plea at the court September 30th. Last March, Governor Newsom declared a state of emergency in California for the, the duration of fire season. 
which could uh factor in if graham is convicted because the fires came during a state of emergency he's charged with that count which carries additional prison time but here's what i want to know you know in california they put people in prison and then they make some of the prisoners become firefighters they're not gonna let him be one are they no because you know he's gonna be out there trying to make more work for everybody uh can guess the race oh white karen's going with white everyone let's check the chat room see what find a plane to go to the fire white <laughs> uh got money to f- go fly somewhere to intentionally start a fire any uh ain't got nothing to do with his time or money white ain't no niggas in santa clara white white caucasian white singing do you know the way to san jose white <laughs> the correct answer is white hot mess uh crime committing privilege white white correct answer is white you guys all got it correct yeah, yeah and also what niggas you know stay in the foothill of nowhere anywhere mm-hmm. but like foothill you know ain't no niggas up in there <laughs> in the foothill mountains ain't no niggas nowhere near nobody nothing called no foothills we we know that's a your black ass don't belong here place (laughs) (laughs) what's wrong with you i i I don't know i don't know i just just those names scare me when maybe they be talking about the mountains and shit no it's a good point though never thought of it that way how many niggas y'all know y'all go to places called foothill anything y'all know ain't no niggas in down in there i don't know any that's a good point two texas women arrested after allegedly beating a 12 year old student in revenge attack oh two women have been arrested in texas after allegedly beating a 12 year old student with what looked like baseball bats as retaliation for an argument the girl reportedly had with a classmate to whom the women were related kaihira clemens and chanda edmund were taken into custody saturday following the alleged incident at killeen high school oh they was trying to do some killing killing <laughs> on june 12th they are both facing felony charges of injury to a child and are being held on a hundred thousand dollars bond the station citing an arrest affidavit says the victim told police she got into a dispute that day with a student at killeen middle school it added that when the student's mother identified in the affidavit as edmund came to pick the classmate up an altercation ensued the girl then went to colleen high school later that day to hang out with friends only to be confronted by edmund again and a woman who claimed to be the aunt of the classmate oh the victim told investigators that both adult females had objects that looked like baseball bats and began to strike her with the objects she also stated that she lost consciousness during the alleged attack and by the time she woke up again she was still being struck while on the ground Goddamn! surveillance video reviewed by the officers depict parts of the reported events individuals arriving at colleen school in the suv approaching the victim with club-like objects in their hands as the affidavit reportedly says Edmund in an interview with police is said to have described clemens as a close friend and that she refers to her as a sister and is only her only family member that lives locally officers who responded to the scene of the alleged attack june 12th found the victim lying on the ground the extent of her injuries is unclear karen guess the race of chanda edmund and kyra kyra clemens oh definitely black definitely black okay check the chat room i will be shocked if it's anything else negro says june 
damn it i'll kick a kid's ass black world star black negresses school fight not school shooting black black medea family reunions black nigga shit black black beat you black and blue black damn all of y'all went black and all of y'all are right yeah uh, on the left is the mom and to the right is the aunt uh oh they did that yeah the aunt look like she will whoop a motherfucker's ass oh for no reason they look like they fuck him up fuck him up i mean I, it's gotta suck that your your, your net your niece uh, or whatever nephew gets beat up at school but you gotta know you can't bring bats and beat up a child at school i mean a child come on dog it's gotta be some limits to this guy's gotta use our words what are we teaching the babies okay calling in instead of calling out okay guys. <laughs> that's a prime example to you a prime time to use it is right there <laughs> all right let's go to the bonus round <laughs> double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race uh for the bonus round of guest uh guest race so far karen's two for two will she be able to go three for three let's all find out together guys i would try somebody said a potato salad probably lit though you know that macaroni and cheese is banging mm-hmm no it is um let's see um i want to do um uh how about uh, wow no <laughs> is it that bad well it's just some of these is just like this is so crazy um a north dakota man dies in an atv crash while searching for his younger brother who had also died in an atv crash 10 minutes earlier what um uh, two men traveling on separate atvs crashed in separate incidents friday both resulted in fatality kyle foster 43 and jeremy foster 47 wow were cat atvs while traveling to a rural farm around 7 30 p.m friday um uh cal uh, foster of tucson arizona lost control and rolled his four-wheeler into the sloth on a gravel road about six miles northeast of eccleson jeremy foster of fargo north dakota was traveling ahead and made it to the farm he then began to trace his path to locate the other vehicle while doing so he lost control of the atv on another gravel road and rolled into a ditch kyle foster was pronounced dead at the scene while jeremy foster was announced dead en route to the hospital um guess the race oh atv's white white karen's going white let's check the chat room and see what they believe Ain't there them big them big old trucks them big ass wheels that people ride around on i think they're like four wheelers they're four wheelers they they look like big like ass truck, oversized yeah. tonka trucks <laughs> oh yeah yeah they do look like that yes uh beavis and butthead caucasian whites rural farm north dakota atvs down the street white whites impossible white man but lost their lives white white guy died looking for another white guy who died white oh white men's dumb and dumber <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh no oh man you know we don't when we don't get into heaven it's just gonna be god showing us a montage of laugh, <laughs> laughing at this bullshit yeah, like, y'all, y'all laughing at people dying 
uh fargo a movie and tv show has never seen nothing but whiteness everywhere white terrain vehicles <laughs> white terrain vehicles those these are rowdy whites fargo <laughs> white the original dumbass is white yeah this is some jackass stunt shit they were white Do them things even have seatbelts? I mean, probably. I don't know. Probably. But do they wear them? Oh, that's the truth. Do they wear helmets? Probably not. Damn, that's sad. Both of them die within 10 minutes of each other. Right? Doing some uh, white people shit, man. I guess that's a picture of Christmas. So. Oh. Yep. Rest in peace, fellas. Oh, Rest somebody said peace. they don't have seatbelts. They don't? How do you stay attached to them? The hell I know. That's what I was thinking. Do they have seatbelts? What? How is that fucking possible? It doesn't have a seatbelt? I don't even think you have to have... Do you even need a driver's license to drive one? It don't strap your legs in or nothing? No, I don't think it does. I, I thought it was free riding. That's why I said like a big ass oversized talker truck. White people need predators. You know what I mean? like if white people had some more some natural predators they would not do shit like like for black people white people are our natural predators so we're a little more cautious you know we like we you know i'm gonna wear my seatbelt. you know and i'm not gonna jump out of a plane white people just be doing crazy shit i'm gonna bunch jumping why i ain't got no natural predators dog um and i'm and i'm pretty sure it was up for a vote and it was like no we don't want seat belts on the atvs why put a seatbelt in this for why? hopefully when i flip i can go flying off 40 50 yards into Come a tree on! all right let's uh get into the final stage guys fight An Oregon man pleads guilty to a fatal sword slaying. Uh, he fatally stabbed a La- wait. Did I read this already? La Mesa resident multiple times with sword two thousand six. I don't remember. You know I don't me. remember. I read this already. Every story is new to me. No, like I haven't. Hmm. They're all starting to blend together. Ain't that old? Yeah. Okay. Somebody said. Uh, yeah. You, you. You. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. 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 Let me go find another one then. Uh shoot me sword wielding man killed by deputies man is this a new one or not what the fuck it's all running together oh now vero beach florida <laughs> according to indian river county sheriff 29 year old michael kiefer kiffer died early saturday morning after being shot by deputies when called to the 11th street home the sheriff officer says deputies responded to the home during the early evening hours of friday uh well, they had already responded to two other occasions the same day. They found him, who was drunk and high, uh, Kiffer, who was drunk and high, armed with a sword, and had already made threats over to harm another person. What? He then fled on foot and reappeared with a hatchet and was. What? How'd you get a hold of a hatchet? White. Yes, 100% white. That's the. I'm just telling y'all, that's. If you're playing Guess the Race, yeah, you got it right, guys. I know y'all guessed white. Huh? And guess what, everybody? you're absolutely right he was a white man 
Well, throw it in the hatchet you trying to kill everybody who well i'm oh you now i'm gonna get my hatchet um yeah so uh no one else is at home with kefir after multiple failed attempts trying to get in contact with him inside his home a swat team and crisis negotiation team were called to the scene um as the swat and cnt teams made it into the home deputies continued to try to make contact with them deputies noticed movement in the bedroom confirmed by family members to be his bedroom swat breached the window where they found him wielding a small sword with a 12 inch blade while shouting shoot me as well as other profanities swat fired multiple beanbag rounds which had no effect on him oh he was on some drugs oh he was white is what i thought <laughs> beanbag rounds i knew they was gonna start with some uh non-lethal shit because they always do for them pellets a black kid was playing with a bb gun bow, bow. oh okay yeah it's an article over guys you know what they did uh and he continued to move around the house and with the weapon while shouting at deputies uh sheriff's office said when keffer finally walked out of the house deputies tased him with no effect according to sheriff's office keffer ran out of the house with swat behind him warning him to stop and drop the sword but he continued to yell shoot me and charge the deputies who fired two more taser two well he got all the chances at this point at this point he charged one deputy who fired a shot uh wolverine karen they're not using b- bullets <laughs> no, wolverine gets shot with bullets they are hitting him with tasers and beanbags yeah, I mean. and everything yeah, else they, they taser they throwing them, pillows at him <laughs> they playing two-hand touch <laughs> they shot him with flowers oh my god it would have this is my nightmare they would they would shoot <laughs> a black person right away immediately i think i saw a black man with a water bottle go ahead and just we might well kill him and sort it out later uh so yeah he got killed after after many many attempts to try to get killed many many uh all right y'all you guys uh have a good one we appreciate y'all i uh, hope you enjoyed this episode if not that's your fault really i mean i had a good time so i had a ball my job is only to have a good time for me yep all right y'all until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.